This episode of Lord of the Rigs is brought to you by FreightPath, the all-in-one TMS that makes it easy to grow your logistics business. Welcome to the show, Torrance. Torrance with two A's right. meets Terrence yes, with two E's. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'd love to, first of all, you've been with us for what? I think it's now three months, three months, four months? Two months. Two, two months. months. Two months. Yeah, Time is flying months. by for me at like two, three times. It is like it does usually now. But um, um, even before those two months, I just want to learn a bit more about exactly what TWS is, why you started TWS, and what your experience was as a new as a new trucking company in this economy, right? Okay, uh, basically, I can start <laughs> working my way backwards, and then we're <laughs> exactly. We'll work uh, our way from now, and we'll work our way backwards. Uh, yes, uh, TWS is. Uh, it's a family-owned and ran trucking company. Uh, actually, uh, we started when the economy was bad, and um, was it 2006 when it took a downward spiral? I did have to take a break, and uh, for uh, eight years, and uh, I started back up again in 07. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, uh, I just used it. It's the um, what I'm trying to say. Uh, our main like uh, uh, mottos and strengths I got, you know, from running the business was what I was taught as a young man growing up in a, a, a family with a, you know, small business. Yeah. So I kind of carried them values, and like I was speaking to you earlier about my father, uh, he was he was a big influence on me, and uh, and uh, my sisters and sister and brother. And uh, we all partake in the business, and uh, you know, and uh, that's what uh, that's what TWS does. It's uh, family only ran, and you know, we keep it personal with our customers, and we share the the experience that we had, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with our customers. You know. Well, yeah, honestly, though, that's the that's the big difference, right? And the thing is, in the trucking industry, what like what what are the actual statistics? I think it's. I don't know if it's 93 or 94%, some, something really high, but a huge number of trucking companies are, are essentially like you. So like one to 10 trucks, family owned, self owned, really small guys, right? And the thing is, right. I think there's this huge misconception for people outside of transportation. They think trucking and they think like, they think like your bison transport, your, um, uh, who, who are the other big guys? Your XPO. They just think like these yeah. giant trucking companies, right? It's like, oh, um, these guys work for the trucking companies. Like they give them a truck and this guy hops in the truck and he drives back and forth all day and that's his job. He comes home nine to five and that's his job, right? Oh, no. Like, oh, but that, that is not <laughs> the industry at all. That is, it is like a culture shock when you jump into, the, into like the freight industry and it's like everything you thought you knew, throw it out the door and start from ground zero again, right? Yes. Well, you know, that's basically what's, what's happening. Uh, just backtracking on what you said, 90, uh, well, actually, uh, what is it? 95% of the trucking industry is made up on, uh, 
uh, smaller carriers. Let's say, I think it's, and don't quote me exactly, but I think it's uh, 10 trucks or less. Yeah. So we yeah. make up the bigger portion of the uh, industry. Exactly. No. And the thing is, it's a, it's a completely different experience because then you're essentially talking about it as if, so like when you're working with 10 trucks, essentially, like how many employees do you like, how many drivers do you work with at TWS? Well, it depends on the, it depends on the operation. Well, exactly. right now we're working, we're working with uh, three guys right now. Mm -hmm. I've downsized over the years. Uh, what it said to keep the stress level down because I've been there at that number before, but you know, you, you, you want to kind of like hold to your values and your, in your company. Uh, and you want it from start from management down to, you know, uh, people that's working for you, you know, and it's hard to find, you know, dependable people, you know, cause just your name is all you have mm -hmm. and you, you have, you, you have to, you know, live up to that standard. And a lot of companies don't do that. They, you know, they pretty much, you know, get bad blowing loads, late loads. I, we don't have any, we, we, we don't have no tolerance. For that yeah. Well, you can't, you can't. Cause the thing is, it's like, um, it's a like commodity, right? So it's like, it's like selling anything else. It's like selling anything else that's a commodity, right? It's all about you. Yeah, the service yes. is there, but that's, that's the baseline. You know, everything that they buy, what they're actually buying is your promise, your commitment, your values. And the thing is, that is really hard to set for a small business, you know, especially one where you actually have to be out on the road all the time. Really, really yes. difficult. Yes, yes. Your reputation is on the line. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, even with, uh, you know, you can get a driver that just totally once he leaves the office and get on the roads, don't want to adhere to the uh, rules and regulations of the DOT. And that's a reflection of you. So when you get ready to go to a customer and, uh, you know, you, you got a, uh, a, a, a bad DOT rating or, you know, they pull you on a scale and they're doing level one level to level three inspections and they find anything, you know, that costs you time and money and the customer's not happy. So, you know, you have to kind of find, you know, it's hard to find the people with them values, but you know, you, you have to find people that's really into their job, not just chasing the money. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause the weird part is I think I've spoken to a few people and I've seen a few videos on this, but people always think that, truck driving truck driving is really easy to replace right people are like oh i can drive a car really easy to replace i can do this i can do this but no but no it, it's it's difficult and the industry is more complex than you think and the actual like just the act of driving the truck itself damn near impossible i've gone in a truck yeah. i think two or three times all like all two or three times no clue what i'm doing you might as well put me into like an airplane <laughs> the same yeah, thing. You know what? You could be easy, distracted, and see. I've been driving trucks for twenty-three years. Mm -hmm. You could be easy, distracted about what you're doing, and you're not paying attention, and then your mind is not there. You know, you have you've been at work before, and your mind is elsewhere. Yeah, and you got to have a clear head because it's a it's a liability. You know, you figure you're running down the road at, at max weight and, you know, right at max gross. And, and then, you know, you're, you're speeding and, you know, you got to deal with the cars, too. And, you know, and then you're running behind. And then, you know, it's just like a chain reaction. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, no, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's all something that you have to manage as like, and that's just the operational side. In terms of like the side right now, especially 
especially since COVID started, I think the part that everybody's struggling with is the, is the, like the sales and acquisition side, right? Like, cause all of a sudden your customer base changes. It's not even, um, just going by the statistics, it's not so much that the number of loads overall has dropped. It's that where they are and the type of loads that you get are completely different than like four months ago. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Because basically right now what it is is uh, essential stuff is the main thing that's running, uh, you know, that's moving right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, like I, my, I had a customer. I, I uh, like have electronics customer. Surprisingly, they're, they're moving loads too. But, you know, it's, you know, everybody's beating that door down, right? Yeah. Now, you know, everybody's like, okay, where am I going to go and what I fit in? But, you know, from my experience, you know, of being in the industry and take, you know, being in an economy that took a down, down, you know, downturn mm-hmm. that uh, food is always going to be pretty much stable. You know, in the summer times when the kids get out of school is when it kind of slow down, but we got to eat. Exactly. No, no, that, that's the, that's the big part. Right. And the thing is, yes. if anything right now, it just goes back to the thing where essential goods or if anything more in demand, it's just a matter of finding, finding the shippers with the loads is, is, is the big issue right now. Right. Well, you know, I had a conversation right before we got on the phone (laughs) and I was like, you know, and I talk truck because this is what I love, but you know, all day talking 24 hours, but make a long story short. um, I was just talking about, I said, now you have it probably, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, you have a lot of carriers are now beating down a lot of shipper doors right now. I can imagine it's like, you know, this ship is sinking and then I need to get in. Yeah. And, you know, that. yeah, that's one thing that I can imagine what's going on right now. I may be wrong, but, you know, a lot, you know, everybody's OK. You know, the brokers are not paying what they were paying four weeks ago. And, you know, we got to try to find a home or are you open? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, because you, you never know. You never know. Sometimes people are running at full volume and you don't know it. Sometimes they've completely closed shop and they don't see, it doesn't seem like it from the outside though. But from, from your perspective, what's your, what's your big strategy to like, I wouldn't even say grow right now. It would be more like keep, uh, keep steady right now. Right? Yes. I'm, I'm looking for stable, uh, I've been getting emails for RFQs. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, yeah, um, yeah, lanes right now. Exactly. Right. I've been getting low, I've been emails for lanes for dedicated freight. So now's the time. Like, um, I haven't had time in the past, but I'm kind of like you know kicking myself in the butt. Just the, I get probably about once a year. I probably get about no exaggeration, probably about fifty emails uh, to get in uh, on the. Uh, the lane freight, the dedicated stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's my main, main focus right now. Uh, responding back to emails, basically. That's exactly. what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So really, you're, it, it's really moving into that kind of freight sales role, right? Where right now, your biggest concern isn't even like right now, like uh, what is it, May 12th operations today. It's more so planning out these dedicated lanes and then getting the sales done for those. So you have that deal stretching for the next what? Like how long would you say most of these contracts are for? Like six months, a year? Yeah, six months. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they, this time of the year, this is the six month period of time. So yeah, just six months, the half a year contracts, yeah. which is fine because you know what? A lot of people don't understand. It's not about the uh, the big dollar when they're like smart market is up. It's about consistency. 
Yes. Yes. That's the big thing. Cause the thing is, it is the spot market is really tempting and it's like that in any industry where it's really tempting to chase that kind of transactional revenue. Cause you know, like, it's like, Oh, if I just got that one load moving, uh, moving on Friday and then it, if I came back and then I bunched like a few together and got a return trip, I can make what, like two fifty a mile. That'd be fantastic. And you're thinking about that, but then you forget the fact that next week that load's not going to be there and you're going to make nothing. And the truck's going to be sitting there and you're going to pay the maintenance. You're going to pay the insurance. You're going to pay everything. And then you're just going to be sitting on that truck and you might as well have made like a buck 50 a mile the week before, like before. Right. Exactly. And a lot of guys don't get that. You know, that's, it's kind of, you know, sometimes you, you in business, you have to get your head bumped a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, be about ready to get put on the curve. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's like making a cake, you know, you add a little bit of this and add a little of that, but the consistency is the, the main thing in the business. Uh, if you can just get, you know, uh, a, a load going out, I use a dump, what they call a dumbbell method. I learned from my, my classes, but mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 you get in the lane and you stay there, you build a relationship on, you know, load going down and load going back. And then the broker sees you in that lane consistently and you post the truck up and, you know, you build a relationship on that end and then you, you, you try to go in and get the customer coming back that way too, you know? So, you know, you just, you have to strategy. I got a lot of stuff on my head on the yeah. top of my kingdom, but no. you know, it just takes a lot of time and I'm, I'm running the operations, I'm driving the truck. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> That's the challenging part. That's the challenging part because you really have it hard. Like I'm thinking about what I like, like for me right now from like the, from like a tech perspective, because we have a, to be honest, it's not too different. If you, if you take out the fact that my operations day is completely different from your operations day. But uh, for me, like we, our team is split into like, we have people working on operations. We have people building product and designing and developing stuff, right? That's the equivalent of you driving the truck, right? But well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, that's important. But at the same time, you also need people to be managing that sales workload and to be managing that relationship workload. And that is a whole job in and of itself. So when you try to do both at the same time, well, one of them is going to suffer, right? That's exactly right. And you know what? I know better. <laughs> <laughs> but what they said, it's not enough day. It's not enough time in the day to there do really all is, of the way to different hats. <laughs> there isn't enough. There really isn't enough. And the thing is to get your sleep in as well. Like you, you were, you were saying yesterday night, you were running what loads until 2 a.m. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a, I had a uh, 16 hour uh, night. <laughs> and now I, I took an hour nap and now here we are <laughs> exactly no and that, that's that's just a regular day for you you're smiling like this like this is a normal day for you and you're you're just chilling out no that sounds that that sounds like insanity in my head it's like holy crap this guy really just went out and did this yeah but you know what it's something that i love yeah well that's what it comes you down know, to right you gotta love what you do. my passion you gotta love what you do mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me what they say, I, <laughs> I sleep later. I won't go and be a little bit morbid, but, <laughs> but I, <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I have to do it's certain things I have to do and uh, you have to suck it up. I, I prioritize my time. It's not like that every night, but you know, no, no. more so. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, stuff has to be done. Uh, and, and, I, and like I said, I, I can extend myself and uh, this is my first. 
webinar. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, bro, I, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> exactly. No, the thing is, it's nice. It's nice to talk about all this stuff. Like the thing is, like I know about it because, like, uh, I've been talking to people about this. Like I've been on like a couple, couple different podcasts now. But the thing is, it does help. And the thing is, like, you always think that you're the only like when you're just doing putting in the work day in day out. It's like Jesus Christ, I must be the only one out there who does this. You know. And, and, and it's hard no. it's hard <laughs> oh you you know you know you got competitors hey. out there and you're working for it yes yes we are yes we mm-hmm. are yes we are. i'm i'm working on putting a team together now mm-hmm. uh actually uh that's what i'm working on right now um training someone to uh just assist me that would be you know that that would take a whole load off me so i can you know, take my energy and focus it somewhere else, not just all over the place, you know? Exactly. No, like when you're, when you're talking about new hires, what's your, what's your strategy for, if you're like a, let's say if you have advice for all those, for all the small trucking companies out there, like all the guys with three, four trucks um, and they're looking to hire out and it's like, okay, I can afford to make one hire. Who, who should, who should that hire be? I think that the first hire should be a salesperson. Mm Mm-hmm. An agent. Oh, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a trucking company, you can hire and sales, you know, mm-hmm. salesman. And uh, don't spread yourself too thin. Uh, it's a lot of work right in your area. Uh, you just, you know, you just start small and, and grow from there. You don't, you know, spread yourself so thin and make uh, promises uh, that you can't keep. You know, you spread yourself so thin, you got so many trucks, you know. And from my experience when I started, it's not about how far you how far you run, it's how many different transactions that you make. The number mm-hmm. of transactions, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you can make money one of two ways. You can either chase the really big deals, like that really long load that goes cross country, or you can get a, those, a, a ton of these little small, small ones in your county and you just run those back and forth and, and you, make your little, you make your little piece of margin on each one, right? That's right. Yeah. And, and it's, you, you, you decrease your expense. Yeah. It's not, it's not sexy, you know, like nobody wants to say like, it's not like you can't like come, like you don't brag about that. It's like, oh, I found five loads that ran like, that like paid me like this little amount every single day. And you know, they're really close to like where I am, but like, it's easy to, for you to be like, Hey, you know, we, we may, we close this monster deal. You know what? Like cross country lane pays beautifully. And you know what? Like this is, this is, this is going to, this is going to benefit the company, but you know what? Like one, it's worse for the drivers. Two, you're not getting paid as much, like in the long term. And three, like it, it it burns out the truck itself, you know, to be driving that type of like distance. Yes, I have experience from that, which I I, I started like backwards. I was local. Uh, I I ran local for probably ten years before I ran the road, and I was oh, wow. right at the just a two hundred and fifty mile radius around Chicago as an owner, and then uh, I I did car hauling. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then I ran. Uh, I had a dedicated lane, and I was running Chicago and Texas. I was making the top dollar, but at the end of the week, when I came home, I was just chasing the top dollar. Yeah. But after my expenses and everything, I was like, "Why am I doing this? It just, it just doesn't make the numbers doesn't make sense." Let's say five thousand, and I'm spending 
two to make the five. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's the, make- that's the <laughs> issue. That is the issue right there. People think about the revenue, but not about their own costs. Right. 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 Because right. everybody wants that nice, pretty, big nut. Everybody thinks about that five thousand number, and then they run the five thousand, and then they think about the two thousand. Right. 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 At the end of the week, I'm like, man, I could have slept in my bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you got you got to think about you know the cost of you on the road, and if you're not you know got a microwave, but you know you're stopping and taking showers, and you're spending money on that. You're standing on the truck wide open, you know, day in and day out, and you know the food. My my allowance, and I and I used to bring food with me out of the refrigerator, and microwave, and truck. But mm. I, and not you know, not to get off the subject, but I, I kid you not, I would spend twenty dollars at the local store, and then a day and a half later, I ran down the road and ate up everything. <laughs> well, honestly, that's the thing. You eat a like, and I got to stop and spend some more money. <laughs> but food is expensive, and that's the thing. Like food yes. on the road is expensive. Anybody who has done who has done any kind of like road trip knows exactly how much it sucks to be driving around with no food. Not yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah. And fun and, and, and when it's your and when it's your job and you're thinking about the expenses on that side, it's like, hold up. If I was just making a bunch of short runs, well, I could just like I could be a, I could just live like my normal life, you know, cook at home, do my stuff at home, sleep at home, and then I'd save like my my like quality of life would be better while I made the same margin, right? Yeah. Well, see, you know, yeah, I kind of like in depth a lot of studies I watch how the rails operate but you know just in another sense too your expenses I'm gonna use this as an example I got my own mechanics here mm-hmm. I pop a tire somewhere else down the road it's gonna cost me five or six hundred bucks I got a guy right up the street here I can get a virgin tire for two hundred dollars I didn't have trucks with trans where the clutches went out down in like Alabama I just gotta go to the dealership Dealership's gonna charge you twenty two, twenty five, three thousand dollars to fix it. Yeah. For a twelve a twelve hundred dollar job here. Well well that's yeah. it. That that's the value of like of the relationships you build when you are home, right? And the thing is there are tangible values to being where you are. And that's like all added up, it's the thing where cross country freight is just it's less lucrative than it looks, and you really have to know what you're getting into. And it makes it to where you really have to be careful about what prices you're negotiating, right? Because it might seem right. like a really good deal at first until you think about, hey, I got these expenses here. Um, my quality of life is going to be worse for the next two weeks. Um, and then what happens if I have like a, what it happens if, like you said, like an accident happens or if a tire pumps and what happens if I'm late on a shipment because of that? Um, to who pays for that detention time? Right. And all that stuff you gotta start thinking about ahead of time before you go take that load, right? Yeah. I had I from previous experience, uh I've I was running uh with a direct shipper out of a cold storage place here over to uh, South Carolina and Walmart load and we missed the appointment. Mm-hmm. Frozen load. The reefer had to run at negative at yeah, negative five degrees in the middle of July and charlotte north carolina for three days oh no yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that, that's cost that's cost you just eat that cost all of a sudden like all of a sudden like you're well paying all of a sudden you're like 
you're like a magic bullet is, 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 is a curse now all of a sudden because, um, be, because the costs just don't line up and you, you, you weren't expecting that and it wasn't covered. And the thing is, there's no way around it because the shipper's not going to help you out. He had an appointment yep. set and he's like, hey, come, like, I'm going to set another time for you tomorrow and you are going to have to keep everything refrigerated until then or else you aren't, you aren't getting any money for this load, right? Yep. Yeah. Now you got a cargo client. If you know, if the reefer goes down and you know, it's just, it's like a domino effect. You know, you spread yourself so thin, then you know, you, you're pushing yourself closer to the ledge. I'll put it that way. <laughs> exactly. And that, that's why reefer, that's why reefer is like, just, just like a, that's why reefer is just a bit riskier in general. And the thing is, that's where like, like, I hate to plug myself, but the thing is, that's where, that's where the visibility comes in, really. Like, it's, it's when you really need to get to that destination within that window, and you really mm -hmm. need to be precise with that window, right? Yeah, and you never know what might happen, you know. Hey, who, who could predict that you go down the road, you catch a flat, and it takes them six hours to come and fix the flat, then that means you're going to be late delivering it all. You know, yeah. nine times out of ten, if you didn't leave yourself that much of a cushion, and honestly, sometimes... A lot of people don't leave that themselves that big of a cushion, you know. Even with the ELDs that have made it actually tighter to make some of the uh, appointment times. Mm -hmm. Like that's you the know. thing, and then it's all about people's uh, conception of risk, right? Because because the, the thing is, it's a thing where people uh, I forgot the psychology numbers, but I don't like don't quote me on this, but um, I think it's something like you're two times more likely to anticipate a good event happening than a bad event happening, even if it's fifty fifty, right? Because people right. are naturally optimistic and you naturally think of the good things, right? Right, right. Well, no, with being a business person, you have to think of the negative things yeah. first. It, it, it's weird. You got to be, <laughs> you got to be yeah. like a pessimistic optimist. You know that what? That makes and, no sense, but. No, it does. I understand exactly what you're saying because that's the way I think when I talk to my uh, friends and maybe on the phone, they're like, you know, you're negative and you're positive at the same time. And I said, I always put that, I was just having this conversation too. I said, I always put that negative thought in front, but you know, you don't want any surprises. You know, exactly. You know, if you're experiencing certain things, the first thing you're gonna think about is, okay, how can I avoid anything happening in the forefront before you know I get there? You know, from my experience, how do I eliminate the risk? You know, eliminate the risk. That's it. Exactly, and and that's what it's all about. And at the end of the day, that's really what shippers are there to pay you for, right? The difference between going with say TWS and going with with like the next like no name carrier out there is the difference that hey, I will de-risk your operation for you. I will take that risk that you are currently paying for. And I will, I will essentially like take, take ownership of that risk. Right. Cause right. now, cause the thing is the shippers have their own risks, right? Like the thing is if some, if, a, if, if they're raw ingredients um, to go their distribution, like uh, inventory coming in is late, then all of a sudden their production schedules or their distribution schedules are all messed up and they're losing money on like a per second basis. Right. That's correct. And basically what they do when they set you load times and where they set really tight appointment schedules, it's saying, Hey, you know what? Um, I am, I am passing this risk down to you and you're going to have to find a way to manage that now. Right. And if you can do that, and if you know how to do it, and you have the, you have the skills, you have the tools and you have like the know how to do it, then that's something you can do and you can make a ton of money doing so. Right. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you get repeat customers. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that, that's the, that's the name of the game. That is the name of the game. At the end of the day, like people forget that sometimes sales is you're not trying to sell somebody on something. You're trying to build a relationship with them. Right. Yeah. You're trying to build yeah. it, not just for this time, but for next time and the time after that. And every single time until I decide to hand this trucking company over to somebody else. You know, you know that's the, that's the, that's the impression that I want to leave on everybody that I work with. That hey, these guys get it done. They used to get it done on time, all the time. Mm-hmm. That we have had a time. You know, uh, I have customers. You know, and they don't even call. I'm like, I haven't even updated you. Next thing I know, coming across email, hey y'all, Terrence, can you guys take another load? I say, sure. So, you know, they have that much confidence in us that we're going to, they, they give us something to do. They don't have to call and say where the truck's at, you know, with using you guys uh, platform that I've used it. And, you know, that was the one of the customers I used. I should have used it on somebody else, but <laughs> they were like, wow. I was like, this is, I said, I found these, these gentlemen out of Canada and they were my, but they, Hey, I was like, I had been shopping for a while. <laughs> Oh. and it's and, and that's the thing it's all about building that like that factor that makes shippers go like wow these guys know what they're doing or these guys yeah. these guys are legitimate because the only difference and when you talk about it like to be honest we, if if everything were perfect there is literally no difference between the service you provide and the service like an xpo provides so why do they have more negotiating power because they have um they have the ability to like, if their truck breaks down, they will send out another truck because they have so many other trucks out there. Right. And they have, even if they don't do that, it's the, it's the illusion of size. And it's the thinking of, Hey, they're XPO. They're not going to fuck. They're not going to fuck me over. Right. Like, excuse my language, but like, that's just what it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Think that right. <laughs> you know what? I don't know how much time we got on here. But I would like to expunge on this, this subject that we're, we're the direction mm-hmm. that we're going in. Okay. A lot of, you have to know business. It's okay to run, know how to drive a truck. You have to be a businessman. You have to look at your competitors and you don't have to be as big as they are, but you have to offer the same service. If that truck breaks down, you need to be able to, uh, you know, go to a rental place and get another truck and keep going if a truck breaks down on the side of the road you're supposed to pick up the pieces like a running marathon pass the baton you know <laughs> a lot of and i don't i'm not and i'm not pulling salt on a lot of gas but i think that you know when uh when every when when you when you, some of these companies you know some of their uh weaknesses this starts coming to loose at the same then i think a lot of them you know, more professional, uh, you know, more companies, you're like, okay, no, I didn't ran into that problem. And that's think that's why they don't give a lot of little guys the chance, you know, to get in there and improve their sales. Cause I totally understand. Cause we just had this conversation about, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a domino effect to the shipper when something happens, but you gotta be able to know that this carrier knows, or, you know, they got the capital, you know, to be able to say, Hey, or they can get another truck in there. That's not the shipper's problem when you have a problem. They just want their freight. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's all about, it's about providing that guarantee, not just saying that you'll do it, but providing the, 
but being able to do it and showing them ahead of time that you have the capability to do so, whether it's, I have the experience, I have the, I have the money to make up for it. I have the assets to like, yeah, like, like you said, resources to do that. And it's something that's so important to, to not just have, but also to be able to communicate because if you don't have, even if you have the world and you don't know how to communicate that to them, useless, completely useless. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, exactly. I, I stress this, I, you know, I'm like mentoring, <laughs> but I stress this to them and I say, okay, uh, I might like, I might not have put it out there, my expertise, but I'm putting it out there now. <laughs> yeah. So you have to have that mind frame of a businessman. Hey, what makes you be able to compete with somebody like that or get the rate that they're getting? You have to offer a service similar or better than what they're offering. Mm-hmm. And if you got to be competitive. Yeah. Well, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to, it comes down to more than going to a shipper, picking up the phone, although it, it's hard. And then picking up the phone and saying, do you have any loads? Like, you're not going to get a load that way. You might get one or two. But the thing is, you have to provide value back, right? It's not, it's not a one-way street. You got to provide them a value. Um, and you got to show them why you're special. Hey, I know that you're working with, I know that you're probably working with so-and-so carrier in your area. But what we can do better for you is de-risk these operations by doing this, this, and this. This is our prior track record. And we are excellent at this. And if you really want the better experience, you'll go with us because you'll know that it is the better option. You will save money in the long term by going with us, even if our rates are slightly higher, right? Right. Right. And that's, and that's just a negotiation piece that you have to, you have to learn. And that is a, people like this. I don't like it when people like to say that sales is an art or sales is based on talent because it's something you have to learn and it's something you have to train. Right. I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. (laughs) And you're learning quick. Yeah. I'm thanks to you guys. I'm learning. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I've, I've, uh, I've I've been doing some some searching. I'm like a sponge right now. Oh man! I like a deer in headlights. That's what I put it that way. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's the right attitude to have, right? Like you're you're like you can like everybody. Every company goes through like ups and downs. But the only time you truly fail is when you stop changing and learning and like innovating and like improving yourself right that's the point at which you know like you're 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 done for you're dead in the water you're out whether it's one year or five years or 10 years like that's the point at which you know your company or your your career died right you got to keep on improving yourself exactly you you got and see once you keep improving yourself you'll be able to sustain uh you know like the economy in right now because you're already thinking forward you're not you know, stuck at that, that you got that wall and then, you know, that didn't work. You know, what does work? What improvements can I make? You know what I'm saying? That make me more efficient, cost efficient, you know, all the way around. So once you, you, you implement them things, you know, you, you, you makes everything better. Everything comes to you. It just makes it much smoother where you just don't have to worry about something. The operation, you just, you know, you just checking on to make sure that you don't, you know, you don't have any gray areas. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, just based on you having any blind spot, any gray areas, and everybody's, everybody's, the team is on the same accord. 
and it makes it just that much better. Exactly. No. And the thing is, it all that that's really what it all comes down to. And the the the, the idea that you're never you're never done improving. You can be the you can be the best company in your area. That doesn't mean anything. Expand, do better, put more distance between you and second place. Right? Because why not? Yeah. Even with uh, you guys' software, it it game is is giving me that ability to expand. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what, what it's going. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's fantastic that's here. No, that, yeah. that's our goal. That's our goal here. And the thing is, I know sometimes like, obviously I'm not going to romanticize it too much. Like I hear people saying like, Oh, sales. No, no, no. It's all about helping you at the end of the day. Like for me, for you at the end of the day, like part of it is we're in it to make the money. Right. Or else like if you weren't getting paid, it's like, Oh, would I really be doing this like all the time? Maybe a bit, <laughs> maybe a bit, you know, maybe, maybe drive a load every now and then because you felt like it. Uh, I don't know. I, I I thought about going back to eBay, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but honestly, but uh, honestly, that's the thing. Like one part is the money, another part is you actually loving what you do, and then the third, and then the third part is just like that that love for improving and that love for that love for running that business, right? But that is like that is a goal in and of itself. Well, you know what? Like uh, I I love. My my main thing, and I learned this, you know, even with loving to drive a truck, mm-hmm. but I really love to advertise. I learned that through being a realtor. I I really love to advertise. I I just, you know, I'm I'm working on the whiteboard and trying to find some software to do the videos. I don't have to be elaborate. It don't have to be a two hour video. I just want to take what's mentally here and put it on the screen you know i'm gonna take my experience but i've you know you guys i'm 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 actually you know breaking the ice with doing this but exactly this is, no, but <laughs> this is like a start and the thing is i've always thought about it like obviously the my big barrier to doing this is i don't have a truck to drive but the thing is imagine like for all the truck drive for you for all the other truck drivers out there like literally like put your phone up on the dash record like press record and just record yourself driving and then just talk about stuff and then it's like literally like just your open-ended thoughts while you're on the road. One, it's like a way for you to talk and express yourself without like on the road when you've got nothing to do. Two, okay. two, it's something like people really don't understand trucking. And it's a thing where there is nobody that can explain trucking better than by just listening and watching truck drivers drive. You know what is, I'll say my expertise comes from a lot of experience mm-hmm. and being in so many different situations uh you know i'm the problem solver so <laughs> yeah and the thing is i'd love i'd love to hear more about this and the thing is i'd love to i'd love to hear you share more of this and the thing is that's the thing that i'm really excited to see and the thing is um you'll hear like other industries will be like oh write blog posts um, be on social media all the time. Yes. Well, you're driving the truck. You can't be doing that. You can't be on your phone texting all day. So the thing is, why not just put a video out there? Why not record it? Why not? Why not be online through that presence? And then, and then it's not just I'm talking to TWS, right? Like TWS is this right. company, and it's it's a vague idea in my mind, and it has a vague set of goals. But when I'm talking to oh, I'm talking to Terrence from TWS, and it's like he has that. There's a personality there. There is a vision there. And the thing is, I'm talking to a person, not this vague abstract idea of a company. And that's what it's really all about 
um, marketing and advertising these days. It's about creating like personal content, content that reflects you as an individual. And that is somewhere where you are infinitely better than say like the XPOs, the Bisons of the world, because they really are just a faceless company, right? Like, do you know who drives when you're like, when, when you, when you go with Bison? No, no. Right. Whereas if you go with that, if you go with the guy with like five trucks, 10 trucks, two trucks, you know, who is responsible for your freight and you know that you can pick up the phone. It's like, Hey, I got Terrence on the phone because I'm moving stuff with TWS. Right. And I know who that is. And that's a level of care. And that's a level of personalized. Um, that's a level of personalized delivery that the big guys just can't provide. And it's inherently, they can't provide it because they are big. And that's an advantage you'll always have. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's also true. And I get on conversations, you know, I like to talk to her. So. <laughs> <laughs> we all like to talk too much. Uh, I, can, I can take you. We can talk for hours, man. I have everything to, uh, you know, to, to touch on when I get a conversation going with somebody else. <laughs> no, I gotta, I you gotta hear, I gotta hear this. See, the thing is, I don't, we don't have time right now for a four hour conversation. But my God, what I love to hear, what I love to hear that vlog series, just literally posting it every week of you just like picking together. Oh, that would be incredible. Okay. Yeah, I got my, my mentor runs real deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for uh, it. I want to I wanna pick your brain too. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear, you'll, you'll, you'll hear more of me. You, 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 know, you know where to call me. You know where to call me. I I I admire you guys, man. You guys, are, I, I, you're doing some good things. I'm being honest with you, I just want to pick your brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, anytime, anytime, <laughs> anytime. Send me an email. Uh, shoot me a text. I'm I'm there. You know that that that's that's the thing. At the end of the day, like I'm yeah. there. I'm there because part of why I'm here. Like I could be. I could be at a different company. I could be doing something else, right? But the thing is, it's that connection. It's like, hey, I actually like, I want to be in this industry. I do want to help people. And I do want to share this stuff that like that I've learned throughout throughout the years, right? And that's something important to me now. Right? You guys laid it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just glad that we were able to do so. Because it's like, like, honestly, I remember when we were first talking to you, like, I remember you said something about, about, about the book that I had written. And I was like, at first, I was like, my God, I don't know if anybody has actually read this thing. And then you were talking about it. And I was like, my God, he actually read it. And that, that made my, that made my, like, I think that made my like month or like months. And it was like, wow, wow. <laughs> like it actually got out there. Right. And it's powerful. Hey, I, 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 truthfully, what happened was when I pulled it down, I was like, wow, I stuck it in the, on the tablet in the truck and I was going down the road. I was trying to get it to, to, to read out. State Trooper came up to me and said, yeah, all right. I said, man, I got to get this ebook to play. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, oh, man. Uh, I listened to that. I listened to that ebook and I need to go back over it. I studied it. Oh wow! Oh wow! There's 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 more there's there's all there's more stuff pushing out. There's always more stuff pushing out, and there's always there's more stuff I gotta get out of out of here and onto like a piece of paper onto like on onto like audio because the thing is it's useless up here, right? It's it, well, it's not useless, but it's like it's stuck in here and it's like only useful <laughs> to me. But the thing is, it's way more powerful if I share that and give that to other people, right? 
Exactly. That's what I'm trying to do. That's mm-hmm. why I said I want to pick your brain. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to get it out there, man. That's what yeah. you got to do. You got to share it. You can't. You can't hold it all up there, man. And you know, and and, and you'll put it out there, and somebody is. You know, it's very valuable to somebody else. And what you got up there, like I said, I want to pick your brain. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll find a time for that as always. We will find a time for us to go over all this stuff. And as always, like, you you know, you know where to find me. You know where to find yeah, me. Right? Yeah, yeah. But just have this, to make the time. <laughs> yeah, no, we just got to figure out a good time for all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really appreciate this, man. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, no, this is a, this has been a fantastic time. I think I think this is like a good time to stop the pod to end the podcast if there's ever a good time to end the podcast. But if you have one <laughs> last final thing, if you if there's one takeaway that you could that you could give to everybody who's listening, what what is your big what is your big takeaway as a as an entrepreneur? in the trucking industry? Like what's your biggest takeaway from, from the 23 years? <sighs> the different person that I would say, you know, it's just, and I've worked with the public before, but I don't know. <laughs> it's, you know, my big takeaway is like, you know, uh, and not I'm saying negative, mm-hmm. but nowadays what's common is not common <laughs> it's a challenge yeah well no it's and i know you was going another direction with that but i just wanted to put that out there and you know my big takeaway with it is you know you got to ride the waves man know how to know how to no 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 matter how how the way get or you know you got to ride the waves man and you know you got to stay focused you can't be a jack of all trades you got to be a special specialist in, in your area and what you love mm-hmm. and uh and and you'll grow from that you know this I, you know this is my experience with everything uh you know you, you only live you have to live in the moment too yeah no you know, that, that's, powerful. that's powerful that's yeah. powerful the thing is nowadays there's i don't think there's been a better time than now to think about think about that and it's the thing where there, times will be tough and times will be good and the thing is it's knowing to understand that the times that are tough are going to pass but also that the times that are good won't last forever and really balancing that in your mind and setting yourself up for success long term right whatever industry you're in but especially trucking right now especially trucking right now right yes especially any in the industry exactly it's all about it's all about balance you, you know, exactly. it's, it's, that's life. You know, you can't be swinging this way over here today and over there tomorrow. You got to take everything in stride and, uh, you know, stay positive, you know, that's exactly. the, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it was, it was great speaking with you today, Terrence, as always. I know it's been a little while since we last caught up, but it's been fantastic. And if you ever want to, if you ever want to catch up again, just shoot me an email or send or literally just call me anytime and we'll, we'll talk again. Okay. Hey, Terrence, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you be safe, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be safe. Don't you worry. You too. Hey, don't work too hard. Uh, don't work too I'm, hard. I, I'm not, I'm not going to work too hard, but uh, thanks. Thanks. Thank you for considering me. I, that's, 
I really mean that. <laughs> oh, no, always. Anytime, 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 Terrence. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. Take care.